0: Hello friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 116. We are back in New York and back in Brooklyn. We are virtually down the street from where we launched the podcast in 2018. So thank you so much for Number one, helping to make this podcast a reality for the last five years, going on six. And also thank you for just listening and being there, asking the questions, supporting the pod, downloading it. We don't have anyone supporting this podcast. It is a public service from myself to all of you. And it still is. I feel like sometimes... This is the best way for me to get my messaging across because I'm not restricted by some bullshit or a network or a sponsor that makes me feel like I can't say everything I really want to say. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I suppose it's been worth burning a hole in all 10 of my pockets. but i i want to be very real with all of you today because we often talk about business on this podcast and you will love my new book coming out because there's a whole chapter on buddhism and business and you will be really surprised to know how money works when you're an independent and then when you launch your own business so i have 3 separate corporations they're all s corporations I launched my first business when I was in my very early 20s in 2007. So I've been in business for over, uh, well, I'd say almost two decades now. Um, and that's a real thing. Another thing that I think I noticed it made a guy that I was dating's jaw drop was that I've been independent and I've run my companies my whole life, meaning, I've never been on payroll and I've never had a full-time job with anyone else. It means that I've been my own support system for my entire career. So that is um, probably unique and different. For whatever reason, ladies, this note is for you. You will not be taken as serious as the boys club. Unfortunately, that's how things work. There are certain people in this world that are an anomaly and they come from nepotism and it looks like they're really powerful, but truly it is like a one in a million chance to be someone like a Barbara Corcoran or a Lori Grenier, who I truly admire because they are both incredibly talented businesswomen and self-made. So I would still stick to that Shark Tank mantra of make sure to follow people who are real deal from the ground up scrappy, self-made, and entrepreneurs from the heart and the start. A lot of people nowadays, they are not true business people. They are con artists and they are fraudulent. And if you don't believe me, then go ahead and watch The Daily Show with Hassan Minaj. He has a great episode on how you've been scammed by a bunch of bullshit. And frankly, at almost 41, I'm actually... Um, I've been kind and polite for a really fucking long time, haven't I? And I think we kind of meet a threshold where we're just over it. It's hard to put blinders on. It's hard to be the bigger person. It's hard to take the high road for over 20 years. And doing social media with my thumbs and my eyeballs for over 10 years now on my own is fucking exhausting. Number one, I have no interest in doing it. Number two, I don't take pleasure in doing it. I've said that repeatedly on this podcast. And number three, it's absolutely distortion for your mental health and well-being. If anyone tries to tell you that they're giving you hot wellness or great wellness tips, etc., pseudoscience bullshit or hot tips on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, fuck that. Real wellness and real true business all comes off of any app it's sure there's going to be a few people here and there that have successful businesses on the app but at the end of the day those people are already billionaires and they have checked out so for the rest of us this is your podcast today number 116 a viable business person to business person and also how to utilize your spirituality and your senses and being a good person while contributing better things to society Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Now, if you're a real human, which I hope you are, you are aware that there are AI bots coming out everywhere. Bank collapses are going to start to happen. And, you know, some people do get rewarded for poor behavior and That has been around from the beginning of time. I can guarantee you there was some caveman who fucking stole another caveman's shit and reaped all the benefits. (laughs) I don't think this is anything new. I think we have to remember that good people and bad people will always come before us and they will always come after us. So the power here in running a really viable and productive and successful business for the long haul with dignity, honor, merit, and respect is to be a good person from the start and the finish and know that there will be bad, shitty assholes before you and there will be bad, shitty assholes after you. You do also have to take into account there will be wonderful, helpful, unique, supportive individuals before you and there will be wonderful, helpful, unique, supportive individuals after you. The power comes in the process in a Buddhist practice that we call knowing. Knowing is simply being in the present moment when we breathe together on this podcast, when we listen together, when we grow together. There is a power in knowing that you will not be alone in this process. That's why I share all this fucking bullshit that I don't even want to talk about. (laughs) Sometimes, sure, it's therapeutic, it's cathartic, it's amazing that there are thousands of you that download this podcast every week and I'm... My hands on my heart, I admire you all, and I thank you, first of all. The power in growing a really successful business comes in gratitude and being a person of merit. So if you wanna start your own business, I suggest you do research in your field, you look at the lay of the land, and you do a SWOT analysis. It's S-W-O-T. So I need you to all make sure you dive in Do a SWOT analysis first and then go forth with a business plan. You can use Google Slides. It's really easy and it's free and it's tied to your Google account. If you don't have that available, then you can obviously use like PowerPoint or just a simple blank piece of fucking paper and write your idea out. Make sure it's organized. Go ahead and look up how to write a business plan or a model and see how much capital you need. Sometimes you don't need capital. You can take your savings if you have enough and start your own business. But really, to be smart with finances, especially nowadays in our greedy, capitalistic society, it's important for you to have savings don't be a dumb fuck like I was and spend all of your money on production to look fabulous. <laughs> now, there's always the power of knowing. I know I'm fabulous. I also spent my life savings on trying to look fabulous. And guess what? You guys love me when I'm cleaning up the kitten shit from all the cats that I just rescued this week in the Bronx. And I'm fostering six kittens right now. And you love me when I have no makeup on and you love me when I have all the makeup on and I look like Asian Barbie on the Today Show. I get it and I thank you guys. So the real truth in being a good business person also means being all facets of life are accepted. You show people your true colors. You are honest in who you are and you do your best. You put your best foot forward. So do the SWOT analysis, do a business plan, be financially smart and savvy. Ask only for what you need. Try not to be greedy. And again, if you really believe in business, after doing the business plan, find individuals that really are like-minded to the business that you want to start and see if they're willing to invest. There are a lot of successful people out there with a lot of cash, and they're willing to share it with you right now in this moment. Take a deep breath in. Having a sip of matcha. And take a deep breath out. Now, to be a successful business person doesn't always mean that you're rich. A lot of people take losses every year on their business. You do need to find the best accountant and the best certified public accountant and tax person. Sometimes they can be the same individual. You will absolutely also really need guidance counseling. So if you have a business mentor, somebody who can give it to you straight, if you have a mentor in finance, or maybe you even have a financial advisor, these people will be assets to your business. A lawyer is also a really great person to have on your team. You need to build trust with these individuals. You need to pay them on time. And you need to live knowing that it is a synergistic relationship between good individuals who see the good in one another. If you smell a rat or if you have a piece of shit on your team, that will bleed out. Whether it's integrity, cash, your emotions, everything is important. Now, I will tell you this story regrettably, but I am haunted by certain women who have treated me like dog shit over the years for whatever reason. There are really bad women out there, and men too, but there are really bad women out there who love treating other women like shit. And just know that you're not alone. I know who they are. I keep their names somewhere deep buried inside of me so that I can learn from the lessons of painfully working for really evil women. Excuse me, they worked for me, but they made me feel like I worked for them. And I know if you're a kind person, people will take advantage of you. They will treat you like shit. They will make you feel like you did something wrong. They will talk behind your back. They will talk behind your back on set. They will talk shit about you when you are not around. And those, my friend, are the people that will never make it past getting paid as someone's bitch for the rest of their life. And I know I sound really harsh when I say this stuff. I actually don't want to talk about them at all. I have too much integrity to expose who they are. I have had women take money from me. I have had women talk behind my back on the set I was paying them for. I have had women make me cry on my own sets. I have had women yell and scream at me on set when I was the paid talent for shooting with large brands. I can remember all these things because I work from emotion. And while this is not recommended in business, because business is not supposed to be emotional according to societal norms and a bunch of shit, but honestly, you and I both know that business is emotional. Why the fuck would you be in it unless you fucking loved it and you were passionate about it? So don't ever let anyone tell you to take the emotion out of it. Sure. When you're conducting meetings, when you're in front of a camera, when you're on email, when you are with your team, be a professional. Don't get emotional. Try your best. But when you are a woman and you are hormonal and on that time of the month, I get it, I get it. We're going to have to do a better job of conducting ourselves with emotion and integrity with our business. You are going to have to know also, ladies, As a woman, you'll get slighted by many men and many men will be interested in you because they are attracted to you. And if you are physically attractive, well, God bless, aren't you lucky, but you also have to be really careful that there are men out there that are interested in you for the wrong reasons. So this is another tip for business and especially for the ladies. Do not expose your body all over the place it will come back to haunt you. In business, it is best to button up. And in real life, when you are a public persona representing your own company and your own business and the people that work with you, it is very important to button up and be as classy as possible. There's nothing that will hurt in being classy, cordial, and a beautiful, humble person with grace. It will always be the harder road to take. It is easy to take off your clothes. It is easy to show your body parts. It is easy to be a narcissist and post everywhere. It is easy to be a fucking hoe and put yourself out there every day, all day, talking about yourself and showing yourself and your body. It is much harder. And might I add, it is much better to be a quality, a woman of quality and candor. It is much better to be a woman who can command a room, whether her clothes are on or off. It is much better to be a true, tried and true businesswoman who has had a viable business for over a decade. And now I don't know what's up with everyone wanting to get close to a TikTok or Instagram or a YouTube star. But this is all fleeting, as we say on this podcast, wabi-sabi. All things are perfectly imperfect, and perfection and instant success is dangerously fleeting. This correlates with drug use. It's fun to get high. It's fun to sleep around. It's fun to party. It's fun to do all kinds of debaucherous things. They will keep you happy for a very short period of time. But in longevity, with true wellness, business success, and happiness comes a sense of responsibility. It comes from lasting success, long-term relationships. And honestly, it comes from cultivating beautiful relationships with those around you in your network that respect you, love you, and support you. Now, I can't say that people that take their clothes off or that are known for a big butt or exposing their body parts are respected. I am a former model. It's what I did for a living. It paid a lot of my bills. But I never took my clothes off and exposed myself in a way that was not true to who I was. So the point here is be honest. Cover yourself up. Be classy. Be grateful for those who do support you. Don't do things the easy way. They will never get you far. And those who lie, cheat, steal, and show and flaunt in narcissism, they just won't end up making it in the long run. For all of you who think that it's smart and funny and cheeky to start a business called whorish, slutty, whatever it is, like vegan this or that... I'm going to be honest, I've worked in the food industry for over 25 years. I got started real young, working on the line, cooking, hosting, going to culinary school, writing for every magazine, being on the masthead, judging on Iron Chef, judging on Beat Bobby Flay, working every fucking goddamn food job in the universe. These things do not last I have had a long-time dear friend, Kim Barnouin. She wrote Skinny Bitch almost 20 years ago. That ship has sailed. It's really cool, and the book made me laugh out loud. Kim did a great job setting the tone as a pioneer in our industry to create what is now known as the vegan lifestyle. Keep in mind... When you try to be kitschy and faddish and trendy and cool, it doesn't have lasting success. It falls under the same category of narcissism, capitalistic behavior, and trying to be kitschy so that your marketing ploys and advertising will make you fucking cash and rich. And in the end, these doors will shutter. They will close, people will take advantage of you, people will eat at your restaurants for the wrong reasons, and they will never learn what true plant-based eating and cooking is. Capitalism around veganism also means you must be aware of what it actually means to eat a certain way. Don't you dare let people tell you how you should eat. You should be concerned about your own welfare and well-being, and not worried about others shame on you if you are out there trying to poke and pry and pull at vulnerable people and their money you hold the power when you are in a capitalistic society with your dollar bill so let your dollar bill go to organic farmers sustainable eating the farmer's market buy whole foods and i don't mean the grocery store i mean Walnuts, berries, spinach, kale, special like wild salmon every now and then. If you're vegan, it's all good. Tempeh and tofu are awesome. I'm Japanese. Tofu was eaten by my ancestors for thousands of years. There is nothing wrong with eating plant-based. There is something wrong with trying to make money off of telling people that they must eat a certain way or they are evil. Just how I feel. And one of the last areas we'll talk about after you've done your SWOT analysis, your business plan, got your ducks in a row with a CPA and a lawyer, figured out the integrity between narcissism and lasting success in business, and what's utter bullshit, not being fooled by a capitalistic society and getting your ducks in a row as a person of merit and integrity and respect, I really do want you to put 10 to 20 years of investing your own time experience and job experience into your field. I consult for the biggest brands in the world and I'm not saying this to share. I'm saying this so that you can understand where I'm coming from. It doesn't mean I've been paid fair. It doesn't mean I've been treated well and it certainly doesn't mean that people respect me. I've been treated poorly by more people than I have been treated very well. And that is a sad, sad sentiment to say to you today, but it is actually true. I've only gotten paid what I believe is my worth a handful of times. Other than that, I've been abused, taken advantage of, and people have paid me a fucking fraction of what some of these fake influencers have gotten. And I have sat back and watched it for over a decade now. Now, moving back to New York was my power play. It was a chess move in my business game to know that I've got New York on lock. I've got LA on lock. And now I need to just spread the message of love and humble being and doing an action with my new work that is coming out. And I say all of this to tell you, you need experience in your field. If you are rich and you think you can just start a food company, where is the necessity of this food company coming from? We don't need more products. We need more doers. We need more volunteers. We need more mentors. And we need more supportive people in this world to bring merit and goodness We need people to go and speak and to do therapy and also to help read the Bible like my parents' best friends used to do at prison cells in Florida. When they retired and they were on their last years of living, they went to read the Bible to those who were incarcerated. That is something I truly admire. We need more people to work at soup kitchens like God's Love We Deliver in New York. We need more volunteers at places like the Salvation Army. We need more volunteers at local food banks all over. We need more volunteers to do TNR and trapping the wild cats all over Queens and the Bronx. We need more people on the ground mentoring young people that money is fucking fleeting And as I say in my new book, Spirited, coming out with Audible, you can't have a fucking party with all the money in your grave. So what's the goddamn point? If you are a person of merit with business, I highly recommend that you start a business that gives back to these types of organizations. We don't need any more products. We don't need any more fucking piece of shit billionaires. And we certainly don't need to see more embarrassment when it comes to narcissism with influencers. These are not viable businesses. When businesses collapse, when they fail, when they go bankrupt, when they fold their cards, they contribute to the ongoing vicious cycle of failure because the integrity and the intent of the business from the beginning was morally corrupt. So that means take a deep look inside of yourself before starting the SWOT and the business plan. Find out where you're contributing good to society. We don't need any more products. We are fucking product out. We don't need any more goddamn cheap clothing being produced. As a former fit model, which means I was a live mannequin for the highest end of brands in the world, not a fitness model. I was a fit model. Look it up. It's very different. I worked in the fashion industry for about 20 years before I slided over, crossed over, overlapped into food and wellness. And I have seen some of the most disgusting production practices. All you need to do is buy quality clothing. You don't need a closet full of clothes. You virtually just need about two weeks worth of clothing and that's it. Stop overbuying. Stop overspending. Stop falling into the trap. And when you want to write your business plan, think about how you can contribute better to society. Maybe it's just simply a site that's about content. Maybe it's free resources. You know, one of the best businesses I think I've ever seen is the business that helps people to get clothing before their job interviews. The name is escaping me right now, but it will come to me. I think that that, is a great business model because it helps people to get jobs and it helps them to get clothing and to get their resume together and to get that business suit that they couldn't afford so that they could get a better job. I think these are the types of businesses we need more of. In a world where we praise people who start more products, sure, there are some that are a good idea And maybe they genuinely help. But I do think that we need more healers, volunteers, and we need better individuals on this planet who don't care about the non-important things. And when that's coming from a former model and TV personality, you better believe that this world has a scar running down the middle of it. And we are just bleeding out for the wrong things. I really hope and pray that we can get this message to our youth as well. When you learn how to be a good business person, when you're a good communicator, when you've got all the skills that you need to be a really good consultant and business person, that is when the calling will come to you. I think I write books mostly because it feels really good to share, contribute, improve lives, be honest and truthful because I feel so few do it nowadays. There are a handful of my own friends that write books too that are amazing truthful killers. I really like the work of Jack Cornfield, Cheryl Salzberg, Tara Brotch. I really like the work of my friend Jenna Kutcher but there are also a lot of goddamn liars out there and idiots, and people that think that they should tell you advice about relationships and love, wellness and spirituality, and they're all fake. People that tell you that they know how to run a viable business and they're going to show you how? Oh, really? Will an old man who's like 50 years old, running seminars all over the world, who is tall and handsome and white with a vibrato voice, will he have anything in common with you if you're a minority or gay, marginalized voice, and you're in your 20s or 30s, and you're Latino, Asian, Black, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, Native American, will you have anything in common with that old, tall, white man? Absolutely fucking not. So I don't know why we keep crossing over the wrong types of people as well. That would be like Caesar the dog trainer going in to tell the street cats how to live. It's a mismatch. So we need to wipe away the distortion Wipe away these people asking you for money. Get rid of the people that are telling you advice. No, no. The spiritual advisors, the people that are really good spiritual practitioners, like look at the story of Jack Cornfield, and you'll know what I mean. Look at the history of Tara Brach's resume. Cheryl Salzberg, same thing. These are real people of merit who've got it going on. And for some reason we don't pay attention to them as a younger capitalistic society because they're not flashy. They're not putting thirst traps and disgusting videos everywhere all day, every day, all day, every day for 10 plus years. Do you know how exhausting and disgusting that is? Get a job, guys. Start a viable business. I sound like a hard ass because I actually am one. And everybody that works with me in business knows that. I've been repped by the three top agencies in the world for a very long time. UTA, CAA, WME, now Endeavor. They've changed their names like 30 times. But what I'm getting at is I've been a key player in this industry. I'm not seen or heard as much as other people, probably because I don't care to be loud and thirsty. And I'm also not going to prey off of your vulnerabilities all day and create videos that make you feel like you're less than and take money from you that's not a spiritual or wellness or true cooking etc professional that's called a con artist and we've talked about that before i really hope and pray that you will start to see and feel the differences between true artistry writing and entrepreneurship and business and those who are just trying to get your money There are people out there that have cookbooks, quote-unquote, that don't even fucking know how to boil water. That is fucking pathetic, publishing industry. Pathetic. You've got to do your research on people. You just wasted a forest on a piece of shit con artist. Those poor trees. Give them more respect. I hope and pray that all of you in this world will find the right path. And I hope and pray to all of you to go out on your journey and find the way. I'm so proud of each of you for following this podcast, for being true to yourself, and for finding out that you hold the keys to your future. Don't forget to check out my latest Audible YouTube videos. Those are going to be on Instagram and YouTube. And I only say them because we created a beautiful trailer for the next book. And while I foster these six kittens that I rescued in the Bronx, and they are adorable, <laughs> while well, I foster them the next few weeks, and I don't mean I rescued them, I mean I put on working boots and went into a garage that was flooded, snowy, and looked like it was you know bombed out. It was an abandoned garage in the Bronx. Um, just keep doing the, that volunteer work that feels good. That's the thing that we're missing in society these days. We tend to follow all these gurus and experts and fucking piece of shit, disgusting people. But are they volunteering? Are they working at soup kitchens? Are they working at Salvation Army? Are they fostering pets? Or are they just self-serving and asking you for money? You got to look deep inside of these people that you're following, you guys, and wake up. Because if you want to be a good business person... The last thing and best thing you can do is emulate somebody of grace with high moral standards who practices humility and who volunteers of service for others. It can be many things, but the one thing that they should never do is ask you for money in exchange for con artistry. That's where I'm going to start drawing my sand, line in the sand and telling you guys don't fall for it. Don't forget to pre-order spirited i only say this because it's an audible book that will teach you about buddhism business and how to be a better person spiritually if you've ever been buddhist curious that means you've wanted to learn about it but don't know much this will help you to improve your life and it might even save your own life because it saved mine and that's the only reason why i bring it up if you can't afford it i will tell you a little side trick You can sign up for Audible around April 27th or on the day. And you can get the book for free because you get one month free subscription. So take it because it's my gift to you. I spent five years on the goddamn thing. And there are days where I don't even think what I do is worth it. There are days where I want to give up. There are going to be days where you fucking hate what you do. And you're going to have to just pick up the pieces and put them back together. And that is exactly what I do every day. I'm a realist. I am a person of merit. I am a truth teller. And I am a spiritual practitioner and a wellness practitioner. I am not perfect by any means. But my goodness, will I tell you the absolute truth that I know my hand is on my heart. So don't forget to look for Spirited right now by Candace Kumai and sign up for my newsletter because it's important freebies are coming. I will share a lot with you in the next few months. And I will see you on the Today Show April 12th, if you can mark that down at the eight o'clock hour, sharing just some of my favorite wellness essentials only because they asked me to. <laughs> What's more important in this world is to volunteer. So sign up at your local shelter. People need more TNR trappers right now in your neighborhood. And people need more foster animals to go to homes, cats and dogs. The shelters are full. Please do what you can to help. I don't just fucking preach shit. I practice what I preach. So I will see all of you again very soon. And I love you dearly. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a happy spiritual Sunday. And if you're listening this week, don't forget how special and unique you are. And when you are putting together your business plan, think about something good you can do in this world to give back. We've got enough piece of shit, billionaires. We need good, solid people. Be recognized for being excellent. It is the higher road and the harder road to take, but my God, somebody is taking notes and it is worth it. So are you. Love you loads. See you soon. From New York signing out.